Shalom and welcome to It's All About the Aliyah. You know, as of this filming, approximately 90,000 Jewish people have made it home to Israel thanks to Ezra International and our faithful partners. You know, it truly is a team effort. We have our representatives on the ground, the, the boots on the ground, so to speak, who do the practical work every day, helping Jewish people through the Aliyah process. And then we have faithful partners around the world who make this happen through their prayers and through their financial support. We could not do it without faithful individuals like this. And we have one of those individuals on our program today. He's a pastor from Bradenton, Florida, and he has been helping Ezra International accomplish our goals for about 10 years now. Would you, I would love to welcome now to the program, Pastor Edmundo, uh, Delgado, Pastor Delgado, welcome to the program. It is a good, it is a pleasure to meet you. I've heard so many good things about you. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. Uh, I am very happy to be here and to be part of this program. And I know that is a blessing not only to the Jewish people but to those who help. So I am very glad and blessed to be here today with you. Well, it's great to finally meet you. Like I said, I've heard so many good things about you. Are our representatives in the field, uh, in particular, uh, Richard Wagner, has been uh, uh, visiting your church uh, for, for about 10 years now. And he says also that you uh, gather other congregations together when he comes. I'd love to talk more about that in a moment. But first, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and, and your personal calling, uh, how the Lord has worked in your life. How did you get involved in the ministry? Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Amen. Um, I grew up in Honduras, Central America. And then I moved uh, to the States in 1986. And I lived in the city of New Orleans for a few months. And then I moved to Miami. Mm -hmm. And uh, my lifestyle back then as a young man wasn't nothing good. And there was a time that I actually uh, prayed to God that if he will help me out of the situation that I was uh, emotionally, socially, and morally, that I will do whatever he asked me to do. Mm -hmm. And a few days later, I met my pastor in Miami. I was invited to church and I eventually uh, went to a service and that was a resurrection Sunday, by the way. Mm. And, and, and I was impacted by the message that day, Jesus dying on the cross, a, a Jewish man dying for the world. And then on that title that they put above his cross in three languages, uh, impacted me so much that I understood that I, I needed him more than anything else. So um, I gave my heart to Jesus in that Resurrection Sunday of 1992. Mm. And from there, the Lord just, just took me in. And about a year later, the Lord called me into the ministry. So then I started attending uh, a Bible Institute. And um, eventually, one of my instructors, um, a pastor of a uh, Nazarene church here in Bradenton, he invited me over. And we came here. And a few couple of weeks later, we were moving with my family. I only had one child back then. And then we started ministry in 1995 uh, here in Bradenton, Florida. And, and um, along the way, even from the church in Miami, our interest in the Jewishness of our Christianity became very apparent. And 
not only very interesting, but something that we wanted to do. We wanted to learn more about Christ as the Messiah, the people of Israel, their plight, and everything that happened to them historically. And, and eventually, that was part of my testimony. Mm. So not only being a Christian, but also somebody who loves and cares about the Jewish people. That's incredible. You know, I, I love the fact that you, you came to that awareness right away. Um, I had a, a, when I had a born-again experience, it was about 10 years to the point where I finally realized that connection. But amazingly enough, it was 1992. You, uh, you oh, wow. just, yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's interesting how the Spirit of God was, was moving that year for both of us. Um, yes. Yeah. So you, so you made the connection to um, the, the idea that our, our Messiah, our Lord, our Savior being Jewish and to the importance of the Jewish people quite quickly in your, in your ministry. That is correct. That is correct. So not only through the Bible, but also uh, through other ministries who care about Israel, uh, we got to know more about the history of the Jewish people. And, and uh, then, of course, we are here in modern days, and we are seeing that uh, uh, anti-Semitism is on the rise again. And, and uh, the cry of the Jewish people after the Second World War was never again. Mm. So we, the church, also need to be part of that, that cry out and say never again. The church cannot let something like that happen again to our beloved Jewish people. Well, you are a man of, uh, after my own heart. Um, I have I've many times said that we cannot truly say never again as long as Jewish people are in notoriously anti-Semitic countries. Uh, exactly. th that we have to make that, uh, that a reality and not just a slogan. So um, I, I really appreciate the fact that you get that, that the Aliyah is the best answer. It's the best, uh, the, the best tool that we have to, to say never again, to remove Jewish people from harm's way and get them home to Israel. Amen. And not only that, it's also a fulfillment of a scripture. Mm -hmm. So, so we are part of uh, prophetic words being fulfilled now in our days, and, and so it makes us feel that uh, we are actually partners with God in His overall plan, uh, not only to save humanity as long as they believe in Jesus, but also to help our Jewish friends to realize that Christ is the, their Messiah. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I feel like you, I feel like you're a kindred spirit. You've been reading my mail. <laughs> I, I use that terminology also is that yes. I, and ask that question to, to congregations. If you could partner with God, would you, uh, you know, because if we think of it that way about being the hands and the feet and the mouth for, for God on the earth, it changes things, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it wow. does. And it goes beyond what we normally uh, do in church. This is, this is an extension of our ministry. This is an extension of our love. And, and uh, if we love one another, others will know that we are his children. So it kind of works together in yeah. the long run. But at the same time, we're doing something meaningful in the present time. And that is important even for us, Hispanic churches. Amen. Amen. All right. We're going we're gonna to pause here for a commercial break, and I'd love to hear more about that and, and how you came to know Ezra International, but we'll do that on the other side of the break.
Okay, we'll be right back. Ezra International now has a brand new app. Now you can connect with Ezra like never before. Easily find all partner countries and discover stories behind the real people Ezra helps every day. Access Ezra's 24-7 global TV network and learn all about what it means to make Aliyah. And most importantly, it is now easier and more secure to financially help Ezra fulfill our global mission to rescue, return, and restore the poorest of the poor Jewish people to their homeland of Israel. Download the Ezra app today. Get it now on the App Store and on Google Play. Welcome back. We're talking with Pastor Delgado from Bradenton, Florida. Pastor, um, you were saying before the break uh, about uh, partnering with God and doing this work, uh, being God's hands and feet here on the earth today in this generation. Uh, tell me, how did you come to know Ezra International and, uh, and begin partnering with us in this work? Sure, sure. Um, around 2010 or 2011, uh, we were doing ministry with a local church, American church, who had invited Ezra International to do a presentation. And, and, and I was there present. And so the, the very first thing I did after the meeting was over <clears throat> was to go and greet Brother Richard Wagner and Joanne and, and uh, just, just kind of asking a couple of questions and, and getting maybe a little bit of literature. And, and uh, from that moment, I wanted to do something. And then, uh, so we talked. And then he asked me, do you think it's possible that uh, we can do a presentation uh, with your group? And we're talking about a very small group, not even, uh, not even 40 mm. uh, members in our Hispanic group. And, and I said, absolutely, uh, please, we want you to come. So, so actually, um, after that service, he came to our service and I interpret for him. And, and everybody was uh, very happy to, to hear what God was doing for his own people and, and how we can partner with that. Right. So that was the very first time, 2011, most likely. And um, so since then, we have been inviting Ezra International to come uh, and present to us what are they doing with their ministry. And eventually, um, since we knew that we were only a few, then I start inviting other pastors. So... Uh, we have another uh, pastor in town who has been providing the place for us to meet every year. And we always choose around the month of May because we know that independence of Israel happened in uh, June, uh, I'm sorry, May 14th, 1948. That's right. So we keep letting people know this is very important. We, we can be part of this. Let's do it. That is excellent. You you know the the uh, the passage uh, the sons the sons of Issachar knew the signs of the times and they knew what to do. Um, I, I feel like you you you've realized the signs of the times marked by the the rebirth of Israel in 1948, as you said, May 14th, 1948, and ever since then, it seems that there has been a greater awakening and awareness in the church to the fact that we've entered a day of prophetic fulfillment. You know, Israel is right. back, a, a, a nation born in a day, 
And then uh, we're, we're witnessing the ongoing regathering of the Jewish people. Are there passages that uh, struck your heart, uh, scriptures that in particular that, that uh, stand out to you, that uh, inspired you to uh, get involved in, in the actual Aliyah, the regathering of the Jewish people? Uh, yes, absolutely. And please forgive me if I cannot uh, recall the, 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 the verse and the page, but uh, definitely we, we find many instances where we see that, that they will return to their own lands, yes. that they will be carried on the wings of others who will help them. And, and uh, we will carry the children on our shoulders as they return to the promised land. And that is only one of them. Yes, but I um, along scripture, uh, we find many references. And, and uh, so we take that to heart. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, like I said before, us being partners in this endeavor is very important and a great blessing to our churches. So 100 um, percent, we know that we are backed up. Um, we are backed, actually, by scripture. We are not uh, we are not doing something alien. We are actually doing part of a mandate to, yes. to help the restoration of the land of Israel and to the people of Israel in their own land. So we are very grateful to be part of that. Amen. Amen. Yes, you're, you're referencing Isaiah 49, 22, where we are called the, the nations. God beckons to the nations and we will carry them uh, in our arms and on our shoulders. Um, and that is that is what we are doing and what you are doing with your congregation's support. Um, it did, it, so it sounds to me that not only have you touched the hearts of your own congregation, but you've reached out to to at least another congregation. Yes. Um, do you find any obstacles in uh, with the people? Are there questions or, or is it, is, is it a, rather an excitement about this? You know, they are learning. In the process, they are learning uh, more about the state of Israel, the people of Israel, the Jewishness of Jesus. Mm. And, and uh, so it's, it's an eye-opener for many of them. There is no opposition, really. Um, actually, there is a lot of curiosity. And, and maybe, as you know, in many Hispanic churches, um, they do dance to the Lord. And using, using that kind of music that has that Jewish flavor. Mm. And, and some of them, maybe they are doing it and they don't realize that they're doing something that is so prophetic. If we find joy in what we do, uh, when we dance to the Lord and shout to the Lord and sing to the Lord, how much greater impact it's going to have on us when the Jewish people are going to be doing the same thing in their own land. Yes. And, and uh, so... Uh, it, it helped us a lot to also work together with this other church. And uh, there are other two churches who have been participants as well. And, and uh, so I think uh, something is happening and it will continue to grow and the awareness will continue and the blessing will flow like never before. Yes, they will. I, I believe that truly um, I've been, as I've been involved in this and, and, you know, blessings come in different ways, um, yes. but have you witnessed uh, blessings to your church and to yourself, your family, as you've been involved in this work? Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. When, when you look at that aspect of um, what happened to the Jewish people, especially during the Second World War, 
and we are reflecting on how free we are and how many blessings we have had, um, then you realize, you know, God has been so good to us and, and everybody looking around uh, in our congregation, our other congregation friends, they realize that uh, they are enjoying blessings and they continue to come in, in um, actually bigger, you know, congregations grow and people prosper and, and uh, prayer is multiplied and more people get to listen to the gospel message and more people make the connection with the land of Israel. So those are blessings. Those yeah. are blessings. Even in this particular um, economical crisis, if, if we wish, and, you know, still with the pandemic and all that, uh, I always ask, is anybody unemployed? And uh, nobody raised a hand. So, I, and I said to them, you know what? We bless Israel, like the Bible says, the Lord will look that we have what we need because we are reaching out. And so therefore the Lord will also help us. Amen. So um, very few people got sick with COVID-19. Um, so we consider that a great blessing. Few people lost their jobs and nobody lost their homes. And for those, they are great blessings to us. And, and uh, okay. people coming to Christ and, and making that connection almost immediately with the people of Israel in the state of Israel, the land of Israel. So yes, we have been blessed. And the more we bless the Jewish people, the more blessings we will receive. We are sure of that. Amen. God is faithful. God is yes. truly faithful. I love the fact that you're, you're introducing individuals to the, their Hebraic roots as they come to know who their Messiah is. That's so important. It, it it's, uh, saves them from getting confused by such false doctrine. Um, but, you know, Pastor, we're, we're up against another break. We're going to take that right here, and, and we'll be back in a moment. We'll be yes. right back. Okay. I imagine most of you have heard of Oscar Schindler or Corey Ten Boom. But what if I told you there was a man who rescued over 100,000 Jewish people from poverty, anti-Semitism, and even more? Would you know his name? Probably not. And he wanted it that way. Coming soon to Ezra International's TV network and Israel TV network, Honor Deferred. The story of the most accomplished man that you never heard of. The return of the Jewish people back to the land of Israel is spoken about more than any other prophetic event in all of Scripture. This is the story of how one man partnered with God in this end-time work. And because he did, he rescued Jewish people from all over the world and returned them to Israel. Coming this fall to Ezra International's TV Network and Israel TV Network, Honor Deferred. All right. Well, welcome back again. Uh, we're talking to Pastor Delgado from Bradenton, Florida. Pastor, um, before the break, I mentioned I, I love the fact that you are connecting your congregants immediately once they when they know them who the Messiah is. They also realize uh, that that he is Jewish. That that they have Jewish roots uh, to the faith. 
Um, you know, so many congregations around the world are still steeped in replacement theology, this false doctrine. Mm -hmm. um, can you address that a little bit? Have you witnessed that within the Spanish community uh, at all? You know, I will say that probably not in our Hispanic congregations. Good. Uh, there is no opposition to, to the people of Israel. And, and also, I know that pastors care about uh, what they teach and um, what they share with their congregations. And I, I'm very sure that because I've been seeing it in many churches in the Miami area, in our area, Tampa area, uh, that that is part of what they teach uh, in their churches. Mm. The Jewish, Jewishness of Christ and, and um, the need for us to be part of what God is doing with the people of Israel. And, okay. and especially after the Second World War, like I like to mention, because, you know, nowadays you have more information at the tip of your fingers. Um, you can watch documentaries about the atrocities committed. And, and there is nothing else that we can do at that moment but cry and, and ask God that uh, we may be able to do something. Mm. And the Jewish people have not disappeared and definitely they have not been replaced by the church. And uh, so the teachings that we find in the book of Romans, for example, chapters nine, 10 and 11, they talk about these with so specific words that we cannot miss it. We cannot miss it. We know that God still has a plan for Israel. We need to pray for Israel. We do it on a daily basis. We ask for the peace of Jerusalem. We ask for the protection of uh, Israel within its borders. And we will continue to do that until we are called home. Uh, we love the Jewish people. And, and of course, um, you have different groups of uh, Jews in, in the Holy Land who do not care about what we believe, but that will not re, uh, uh, that will not stop me from loving them and letting them know how much great is the love of God, not only for us but especially for them. Amen. No, I, I love I love your heart and your humility there. Uh, yes, you know the, the Jewish people have a lot of reasons why to distrust uh, Christians because of our our horrible past. Uh, yes. and involvement in so many, so much persecution and death um, when it comes to things like the Inquisition, the pogroms, and even the Holocaust. Yes. So yes. we, I believe we have to come from a place of humility, uh, not of arrogance, and serve them. And I, I hear that in your heart. I know that that's where you're coming from. So I, I again, I appreciate that so much. Um, Pastor, you know, I'd, I'd hate, I, I wish that I could clone you. I wish this, <laughs> I wish this was something that I could say about all pastors and all congregations. Um, but maybe you can help us in that regard and speak if you would to, to the Spanish pastors and, and pastors in general uh, yes. who might be watching this program who, who may not have come to this realization, who may, may not have an understanding of this connection, and maybe even still steeped in replacement theology, but somehow stumbled on this program. Uh, would, you, would you speak to them from your heart? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the first thing that I would like to say is, to those pastors, is just look at what Ezra is doing and how the lives of many Jewish families have changed because of that. That will be number one. Number two, investigate in the word of God why Aliyah is so important. 
and, and, and why we have to not only believe that uh, is necessary, but also to be part, to support that. Because the blessings of God will flow like never before if we take that to heart. Uh, the other thing is, you know, we are in a small congregation. You know, we are about uh, uh, right now 40 people, maybe 45. The other congregation might be 60 to 65. Uh, the other congregation that uh, we invite might be like 30 people. The other one is like around 50. And, and so there is a power in numbers. If we get together, more people will listen, more people will learn. And then we just start just kind of setting a goal. Okay, let's make sure that we break last year's contribution to Ezra International Ministries. And, and uh, so we keep that in focus. Um, we uh, energize the base, if you wish. Mm. We let the congregations know, you know what? The day is coming. Let's make a great impact, you know? And, and uh, we're going to see, uh, once we get to heaven, how many people we actually helped and mm. what impact it had in the kingdom of God and, and uh, what a blessing it was for them. So let's do it. And, and uh, we, I take it from there. And I, I share that with my fellow pastors and those who are listening and will come to see this uh, broadcasting. Just start doing it little by little. The blessings are going to be so great that you're going to want to do even more as the Lord enables you and helps you to do it. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor. You know, uh, recently our, our, uh, our director shared with us a story from the Jewish agency. Um, somebody from that Jewish agency said to us, said to Ezra International, tell your people you are saving lives. Um, she was, they were referring to the fact that uh, getting people out of the war zone in Ukraine uh, right. and in general, getting people out of these countries that are, that are notoriously anti-Semitic, uh, we are in the process of saving lives. And then uh, as you, uh, I think you referenced uh, the idea of changing hearts, uh, you know, Ezekiel uh, chapter 36, God says he will pour his spirit out upon them. He will give them a new heart and uh, they will they will acknowledge him as their God. Um, this this pro this process of getting people home is not just moving them geographically. It's moving them spiritually. It's moving them to a place where God can work in them and, and through them. And uh, they, they will recognize th their, their God once again. Um, Amen. So, so, yes, this is, this is a, a practical work, it, but it, of course it has spiritual uh, implications Absolutely. in a huge way. Absolutely. And it does. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. And I, and I thank you the fact that uh, you, you mentioned there, I think, about uh, four at least different congregations that you are, you know, connect with and get together with. And right. uh, they come, come for this, this event of hearing more about what's going on in this final day. Um, I think, number one, that, that's a testament to you and to, to how, how these pastors and congregations feel about you. Uh, and they're recognizing the truth of God's word, obviously. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. We are not binded to a building. When we do this, we go and visit this other congregation and because they have a larger place, uh, they have the things that we need for the presentation and everything else. Amen. And, and uh, so we are not going to let four walls stop us from doing something uh, for the Lord, and especially when it comes to Ezra International. So the, this other congregation is fully committed. We, are, we will continue to do this. And hopefully these other two congregations 
are going to also be part of the fold. And then, I don't know uh, how great and how bigger it can get, but we just, we just let the Lord take care of that part. Amen. Amen. Pastor, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been such a pleasure getting to know you. I've gotten to know thank your you. heart and uh, appreciate, appreciate all that you are doing. Continue. And, and my blessings to your congregation as well. Thank you very much. And God bless you too, Gary. It was a pleasure to meet you. And I just hope that um, we will meet in person one of these days. Amen. I look forward to it. All right. That's all the time we have today for our program. I hope you've uh, enjoyed listening to, to Pastor Delgado's heart. And if you are a pastor out there, uh, I hope you, you listen to what God is saying to your heart right now. And maybe you too can get involved in Ezra International, helping the Jewish people home to the land of Israel. God bless you. We'll see you next time.